You are listening to Nerds with Mics. Today's podcast is brought to you by Gamefly.com. Sign up for a premium free 30-day trial specifically for our listeners at the following URL. Gameflyoffer.com slash nerds with mics. Today the nerds are talking about what happens when you secretly donate to political internet trolls, Forza Horizon 3, and a special Lost concert. We have to go back! It's only the greatest show ever. This is Nerds with Mics. Hey everybody, I'm Justin. I'm Maxwell. And I'm Travis. And this is episode 20, the big 2-0 of Nerds with Mics, a podcast about movies, TV shows, games, technology, and much more. The Nerds with Mics podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at nerdswithmics.com. So, nerdswithmics.com. we have a new soundboard today. <laughs> that was nice. That was nice. Um, so, Travis. What have you been up to? Well, uh, actually had a lot going on this week, uh, especially the weekend. Uh, our homeboy Maxwell came in town. You didn't get to see him because I forgot to text you, you Justin. You did forget to text and me. And I love you. Um, anyways, uh, over the weekend we went to the Cincinnati Comic Expo, which was really, really awesome. I uh, got a lot of sweet artwork. Um, got to see some sweet costumes, not nearly as many as I wish I could have seen based off the pictures that were uploaded. Now, I have a question. Yes. On the last episode, uh, or maybe it was before we recorded, you mentioned Matt the Radar Technician. I didn't get, I didn't see that picture on Facebook. Do you mind showing me your costume? Uh, well, I think Maxwell could probably tell you more about my costume. Did you rip your pants? Yeah. He went as Matt the Nodar Detector. <laughs> no, no, Nodar Technician. Yeah, needless to say, I actually did not uh, wear a costume. I felt oh. kind of bad. Uh, the first day, I wore a T-shirt that said, I went to the dark side, and all I got was this lousy T-shirt. So was, that was about as good as it uh, got. But Maxwell actually wore... I saw I saw his. His is great. Yeah, and he actually got a lot of compliments. Uh, so I was kind of happy for him, and then I kind of felt like a loser at the same time because I was not wearing anything. So, <laughs> uh, But no, had a really good time, ate lots of good food, uh, had good times with people. Um, but sadly, I had to drop Maxwell off the airport on Sunday so he could fly back home. So, uh, But that was my weekend. What about you, Maxwell? Well, that was my weekend. <laughs> and uh, that's the show. That Thursday actually flew up, uh, spent a little time back home, which was nice. Got to see my mom and some friends. Uh, went to an escape room uh, there in Huntington. And, dude, it's fun. Those are really, really fun. Uh, if you guys haven't done, like, those group settings where um, you basically get stuck in a room, you got to uncover different puzzles and uh, basically make your way out. There's different themes out there. This one was based on... Um, it was kind of like a mystery of like tracking down this person that was running away um, and they getting chased by this guy. Um, it was it was tough. They they had us in one room and you think you're about to be done and oh there's a second room you got to get oh. out of. So then the yeah. pressure was on, but it was fun. It was uh, three of us or four of us, and then um, there were four others like just strangers. So oh, that'd be kind of weird. Oh, yeah. I didn't know they would do it with strangers. That's kind of weird. Yeah, you just kind of book it based on how many people you would have. Um, well, Travis, I think your mom is calling for you. I don't know what that means. Okay. That is that is rude. Uh, yeah, I didn't, unfortunately didn't get to – I've been to a couple escape room escape rooms, but I have not been to the one that's local here. So, But I want to go, so mm. definitely need to do that. Definitely. What about you, Justin? Well, that's a good question. I've been working. I uh, worked. Probably the last five days in a row, I think. Oh, what an adult. I know. I'm just ready to... I Usually my schedule is more broken up than that, but yeah. it, it wasn't like this week. So I have been playing Siege. Oh, God. I would love for an episode to go by where you're not playing Siege. It'd be great. That's only if the servers ever go down. <laughs> <laughs> I've played a little more of GTA Online. And, of course, I've been playing Forza Horizon 3, which is amazing. But we'll talk about that later. Yes, we will. Yeah, and uh, back to your costume that wasn't that never happened. Maybe in March, uh, we can all get together and go to the Lexington Comic Con. Oh yeah, there's one in Lexington. You said there's going to be some pretty big names there, right? Yeah, uh, the guy that plays Penguin on Gotham is going to oh, be there, cool. and Jay from Jay and Silent Bob, and I'm forgetting everyone else. Oh okay, must be really a lot of really great people to forget them all. So well, no, there's a couple more uh, people from Clerks and Bet uh, you Star Stan Wars. Le- Bet you Stan Lee will be there. 
I hope. There's a name near the very top that hasn't been filled in yet. Yeah, well, Maxwell, we found out uh, that they're, the one next year is going to be down in Fort Lauderdale. So I told Maxwell I'm trying to go down there next cool. year so you can go with okay. if you want. I love Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, it's the place you leave for all the cruises. It is. I really like that city. Yep, so Maxwell, it's a date. Sounds all good. All right, well, let's go ahead and get started with some news. So first bit of news is a little bit of both, a little bit of video game news and a little bit of uh, movie news. So uh, there was a game that came out on PS4 and Xbox and I think also on Steam as well called Firewatch. Uh, Justin, I think you got a chance to play this, right? Yeah, I played it on PS4. Um, I didn't put a whole lot of time into it, but what I played, I really, really enjoyed it. It was really uh, unique and fun and just good. <laughs> Yeah, I actually played a lot of Firewatch. Uh, I played it actually from start to finish. Um, it was a really good game. Uh, it had a really good storyline. Uh, it was one of those type of games that really makes you feel for the characters. You kind of get emotionally invested in the characters. Um, but yeah, so the popular Atmosphere video game uh, is actually coming to big screen. Um, they just announced that it's actually going to be getting its own movie. Uh, we don't have any details yet as far as who's going to be in the movie, um, who's going to be playing what roles, or any kind of release date. Uh, but they did officially come out and say that they are tur uh, turning Firewatch into um, into a movie. So really excited about that. I think it's got a really good story for that. Um, I'm kind of curious if, uh, if they're going to make it kind of psychological. Because throughout the whole game, not to give any spoilers away, you're kind of wondering if you're going crazy or if things seem to be what they are. So it, it's going to be a really interesting movie. So over to you, Maxwell, for some uh, newsy news. Okay. I got some newsy news um, coming all the way from across the seas here. So big show that is a favorite of mine is uh, Top Gear. I know we've talked about it a, at least a couple times on the show here, but it has been confirmed Matt LeBlanc will be coming How you back. doing? Exactly. <laughs> Um, so he'll be running the show again. He actually, um, prior to hosting the show when he was just a guest on there, he actually held the fastest lap, uh, whenever they would do the segment star in a reasonably priced car. Um, and the first season with the new cast, I guess you would say, um, cause there's no Jeremy Clarkson and everything. It was Chris Evans and we're not talking about Chris Evans, the Captain America guy. This is the British actor. Uh, he was not a fan favorite whatsoever. Uh, he got a lot of crap. The show got a lot of crap for it. Um, so he's not going to be back for the second season. So it will be Matt LeBlanc as our main host. And then he's got two others. Um, I just weren't, I wasn't sure who they were. Yeah, I don't, th I don't know if we officially know yet. So uh, have you watched the show since Matt LeBlanc's been on it, Maxwell? Um, I think I watched one episode. And Chris, it was the very first episode. And Chris Evans was like I hated him so much that I didn't even finish the episode. I'm just curious of how like uh, I just don't know if I could see Matt LeBlanc on that kind of show. I need to actually watch it and see how he does. Um, he may be a huge car enthusiast, and I just don't know. But I just don't know if I can see him on that show. So yeah, apparently he was getting really good reviews, like from fans and such. Oh well, that's good because because everybody loves Friends, right? So, um, all right, Justin. So I want you to talk about something that's near and dear to both of our hearts. I yes. don't think Max will ever watch this show, but you oh, have some news in, in regards to Lost, right? Yes. So uh, Lost aired 12 years ago, um, like this week or something. And in L.A., uh, Michael Giacchino, who was the composer for the show, and Carlton Cuse, who was one of the showrunners, um, they held this concert. It was like one of these cancer benefit concerts, and it was a two-night event. And they had some of the uh, cast members come in and read excerpts from the scripts. Uh, to kind of uh, set up the scenes, but they basically they played the um, several songs from the show uh, with the scene playing behind them on a big screen, and IGN did a story on it, and he said there was not a dry eye left in the amphitheater uh, when the show was over. And it, it, I watched a uh, video of the finale, uh, the song called "Finale" from the final episode, and it was just really good. Yeah. I have to say, Lost as a show, I always felt had some of the best music. Oh, it did. Um, and one of the biggest things, too, is that I've never got so emotionally invested in a show yeah. until Lost. Um, so if you haven't watched Lost, I would highly recommend it. Uh, like, I still care about those characters. Yeah, for More sure. than some of my family. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far. But, yeah, I mean, it's a really, really good show. Yeah. I would love to see. I mean, I, I know you can't necessarily do, like, a reunion show or, like, bring the show back or whatever, but... We have to go back. 
Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, but I would love to see uh, – it would be nice if, like, they was going to play this across the country and you could actually go and see it. That'd be amazing. It would be really sweet. Yeah. So. Tickets for the show, because whenever they announced it, of course, I knew I was not going to fly to L.A. and see it. But my curious mind uh, logged on to look at tickets, and I couldn't even do that because they sold out so fast. You know what I wonder? I wonder if uh, to also raise additional money, if they'll bring this to DVD for fans to buy. I really hope so. And then they could just put proceeds because that would be huge, yeah. and I would buy it. You know what? Just a sequel with, yeah. about Hurley yeah. and Walt. <laughs> yeah, so. Desmond made it. See what he's up to. Listen, theoretically, Desmond has the ability to travel in time, so theoretically, he could be the one that resets the show. Desmond, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. Travis over here is your constant. Yep. That's and he, uh, not Penny's boat, bro. He's waiting for you to call him. <laughs> not Penny's boat. But anyway. Maxwell has no idea what we're talking about. He's like, this sounds like the dumbest Spoiler show. alert. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> now you have to watch it. Uh, fun fact. So, and I don't know if I've ever shared this on, uh, on here, but the first episode I ever watched of oh, Lost yeah. was the season, the series finale, the very final episode was the first <laughs> one that I ever watched. Why did you do that and, to yourself? Well, we were over at a friend's house, uh, and they were huge Lost fans, and they were like, oh, tonight's the very last episode of Lost. Do you all want to watch it? I'm like, well, sure. What else are we going to do? Uh, and then I watched it, and I was so intrigued that I went back the next day, and I started watching it from the beginning. So, And it's it's a long watch. It really well, is. Well, speaking of J.J. Uh, Abrams, I just watched uh... – the first new episode of South Park, where they have J.J. Abrams reboot the national anthem because <laughs> oh. it was losing so much appeal. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was pretty <laughs> funny. I have to check that out. I need to watch more South Park. I don't watch South Park. But it's so good. They're very good at uh, talking about controversial stuff and just making people look so stupid for it. I assume that that episode was about the quarterback that doesn't stand for the national anthem, I assume. Right. Oh, okay. Well, that's. I'm going to have to watch that. Maxwell, I believe that you also have some pretty big news coming from Fox and IMAX, right? Uh, yeah, we were just talking about the small screen. Now we're going to be talking about the big screen. And by big screen, I mean the biggest one they make, the IMAX screens. Uh, so an announcement recently, Fox revealed that they have renewed their long-standing uh, deal with IMAX. So basically, starting in 2018, we're going to get four big movies from uh, Fox in IMAX-specific uh, Formats. Uh, formats, yeah. So uh, the ones we know for sure, though, are going to be The Predator, uh, Maze Runner, The Death Cure, which, uh, side note, I guess the main star has got injured, um, and they're just waiting for him to heal up so he can go back. Which is strange that the that the name of that movie is Maze Runner, The Death Cure, and now we're waiting on him to get better. Isn't that weird? Uh, okay, yeah, <laughs> good story. Uh <laughs> And then James Cameron has a, is producing another movie called Alita, uh, Battle Angel, which, which apparently is like an animated uh, or an anime, uh, which we're going to follow back up with. So one more is going to be a Marvel film. Uh, no, not really sure what movie that's going to be yet, if it's going to be like a Wolverine or something, whatever comes out in 2018. Um, <clears throat> I would assume it's probably going to be like Deadpool, though, because that's their biggest opportunity right now. Um, but basically the CEO of IMAX said that they're thrilled to sweeten the deal with, uh, existing, uh, friends and partners at 20th century Fox. So we could see some really big things. I'm pretty excited about that. I, now that I live down here near an IMAX, I will definitely go check those out. Um, unlike, but there were like 30 minutes of Batman, the dark Knight that was in, uh, IMAX. Yeah. The entire intro, that introduction scene was, I think. Oh, yeah, I missed all of that. So I don't know what it's like to experience it. I've not been to an IMAX. Um, but I will be looking forward to those releases in two years. <laughs> um, but as far as with the Alita Battle Angel, I haven't looked too much into this, but it's based off a Japanese uh, manga, like graphic novel. Um, this is going to be a live action. The director is Robert Rodriguez. Oh. And then the producer, James Cameron. What has Robert Rodriguez done? Uh, he did uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. And uh, he did, I want to say, he, did he do Sin City? And then I know he did part of uh, I thought Zack Snyder did that. No, he didn't do Sin City. Keep Zack yeah. Snyder away from that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, he did uh, one half of Grindhouse. I don't know if you ever saw it or not. And then he did the Spy Kids movies, which kind of doesn't really fit with his MO, but whatever. Yeah, he partners with Quentin Tarantino a lot. Yeah, I thought uh, 
I don't really have this in the show notes, but Maxwell, I know you're a big anime fan. Did you happen to see they released um, a teaser for Ghost in the Shell? Did you see that by chance? I did not see that. No, I yeah. need to check that out. Yeah. But I am. Is it like a live action? Yeah, it has uh, Scarlett Scar Johansson. Job. She's the one that's uh, the main character. So. Oh, I got you. But yeah, yeah I'm not a, a big teaser. anime fan, but there are a few things that I like. Um, but yeah, so I seen that, which is kind of cool. Uh, I also read a pretty interesting story that's also not in our notes that I just remembered. Is that evidently um, Stan Lee has already recorded his four upcoming cameos. Yep. So I don't know if that's in preparation, new due to him, uh, maybe his health not doing too well. There's always rumors that like his health isn't doing too well, and like they always say this is going to be the last cameo that he's going to do. Like they said that for Ant Man, but then he's been in ones after yeah. that. So it's going to be strange if he dies and then like five years from now he's still in movies. I know that's what I'm kind of wondering. Yeah. So that's kind of, that's kind of he should just film like a bunch of random scenes that they can just plug into movies. Like the next decade or two. Yeah, that would be kind of interesting. Keep him alive as long as we can. Yeah. Through um, film. He's going to be frozen just like Walt Disney. Yep. So, all right. So, Justin. Yes. He so finally took my advice. I think it was, was it last week? It's what? every week. Was it last podcast? <laughs> I think you mentioned it. Yeah. So, yeah. you told me that I needed to watch Vice Principals. I did. And one day I was at the house and I literally didn't have anything to do. I was just folding laundry and cleaning house and I thought, oh, I'll just put on an episode of Vice Principals, and I'll watch it. Well, turned out I literally watched all of it in one sitting. <laughs> I told you, man. It's such an easy watch because it's nine episodes and a 31-minute 30 episode. Yeah. So, I mean, if that tells you how much time I wasted in my day. But anyways, <laughs> uh, and I have to say, with that, this is a spoiler-free, f- spoiler the finale, you said, had a Game of Thrones-esque plot twist. And I thought, there is no way this type of show... <laughs> can have any kind of plot twist that makes me think of Game of Thrones, but you were absolutely right. <laughs> yep. Because I thought to myself, what just happened? I know, I know. Um, yeah. I got to say, uh, I like the show. It's really good. The cast is really oh, is really so, well done. The chemistry is perfect. It is. However, my only complaint about the whole show is, and you'll have to correct me, what is the guy, um, the main character, what is his name? Neil Gamby. Danny McBride. Danny life. McBride. I feel like he plays the same character in everything. He oh, he does. does, but so does Vince Vaughn. He gets away with it. Yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah, that's absolutely true. Yeah. Um, Will the, Ferrell. Yep. True. The, but the chemistry between him and the other male lead yes. is so Walton good. Goggins. It's so good. And Walton Goggins came from The Wire and Justified, and he did Django Unchained and The Hateful Eight. Like, he is a dramatic actor. Yeah. And here he is doing this crude, funny TV show, and it was just so good. And you're right. Their chemistry was so good. And you know what? At the beginning, like, I thought throughout the whole season, like, they were going to be mortal enemies, right? It might be. And Yeah. I mean, I'm starting to think that, by the way. I don't know. I don't know. And uh, especially since he said he was busy when that went down. Yep. Just makes me think. Yep. Anyways. Uh, and he started shifting his words around. Yeah. Before. But let me ask you something. Yeah. Did you not feel bad for the principal they were trying to take out? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Because maybe three or four episodes in, you really start to like her, I feel like. Yeah. And especially in the episode called Jin, where they get, oh, she, yeah. she expresses that she has an alcohol problem. And she's got a tattoo of a bottle of gin on her back. Because yeah. so, it's always behind her. Yeah, so Lee Russell, played by Halton Goggins, he then comes up with a plan to get her wasted on gin. And basically, that's how they try to ruin her life, and it was really just upsetting. And but it was still funny, I guess. It's funny because it's a show, but it's upsetting if it was real. You know yeah. I mean? And not only that, but the last thing I'll say about the show, and then we'll move on because I feel like we've already talked about for five minutes. Is I thought that the stuff that was going to happen in the show was just harmless fun. That second episode, but when it, they light her house on fire, it escalates <laughs> so quickly yeah, it's zero to 60 just from episode one yeah. to two I mean, but anyways insane. without giving anything else away but if you haven't watched it and you like comedies you definitely need to check it out yeah. uh it's a it's a really good show one more thing have you did you watch his last show eastbound and down i didn't but after watching this i kind of want to go back and watch it it's good because it's also like a crude very vulgar comedy but at the same time because with Gamby, he was very crude and vulgar, but he still kind of had that sad aspect to his life. You Does know? he have that in Eastbound and Down? Yes, and I feel like he didn't get – I feel like his character's not known for that. He's just known for being a loudmouth, uh, foul uh, baseball player. And But really, if you watch it, it's he has also a, kind of a sad life. It's just – I don't know. It's kind of neat that they kind of try to fit drama in here, and it works, but no one really recognizes it. Yeah, so – 
Well, that's all we have for movie and comic news. We're going to take a short break for a word from our sponsor. Gamefly. For you, the listeners of Nerds with Mics, Gamefly is offering a premium, free, 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To get your free trial today, go to GameflyOffer.com slash NerdsWithMics. Again, that's GameflyOffer.com slash NerdsWithMics for your free 30-day trial. Vroom, vroom, mofo. That's right, Travis. Forza Horizon 3 did come out this week. <laughs> what, uh, what do you think so far? I'm really, uh, I'm really enjoying it. So I just picked it up today, and yep. I've only got to play an hour of it, but i got to tell you a couple things. One, it's amazing. Two, it's amazing. Uh, and two, it looks phenomenal on my 4K TV. Oh, will you show me that before I leave? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Thanks. I sure will. Thank you. It's cool because they have you when you're adjusting, uh, when you're setting up the game, they have you adjust your brightness first, and they have you adjust your HDR, uh, which is pretty sweet. Oh, uh, but yeah, I'll let you look at it. I'm kind of anxious to see it now that it's going to be a little darker because I have a lot of rooms, so uh, a lot of windows in my room, so I'm anxious to see. <laughs> I have a lot of rooms. It's a yeah, mansion. Less glare. No, it's definitely not a mansion. Um, But yeah. I really, really like the game so far. Like I said, I've only played an hour of it, but a couple things that I really like based off what I played of the previous ones is this one seems to have the best variety of terrain. Oh, yeah. I mean, you go from rainforest to just roads to being in a city to being on a beach to driving through a cave. Like, And opening up those other festivals is critical because if you try to take like a Lamborghini – in like the middle of the forest, I can't even stay yeah. straight. Like I'm spinning out and just yeah. I'm having a rough time. We know you can't stay straight. <laughs> I know Maxwell was thinking about saying I seen him look up. Anyways, <laughs> but uh, one of the other things I really like uh, that we you and I need to try is that you can play start to finish on the campaign and co op. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and you can also because uh, the festival is about obviously different variations of races. You can actually make your own festival and have your own races. Yep. Like you get to choose basically everything about the game. Uh, one of the other cool things that I really like is the custom uh, the customization options other than just paint schemes. In previous games, I think they've only ever had where you can just customize the paint jobs and stuff. Were you able to actually change like parts of the car? I think you could like just up it by class. I don't think you could actually manually go in and pick which part you want. But I don't I don't exactly recall what the options were. But yeah. And, and we want to apologize if you hear a sound in the background. There's a cricket in my basement. We can't find it, just so everyone knows. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, so I unlocked – I upgraded uh, my festival to, like, level two, and then they wanted me to pick an SUV, and I picked, like, a Lamborghini SUV. That's what I picked. It, it sucks. It, does it? It's kind of rough on the – it's not really an all-terrain vehicle. Well, now that I have the Warthog, I'll just use it instead. Yeah. Uh, like, oh, man. I need that. Yeah, I'll let you play with it. That's okay. what she said. Uh, but yeah, no, I really, really enjoy it. I'll probably have more to say about it next week because I really haven't got to play that much of it. Um, but, dude, it's – I'm going to go out on a limb here, Justin yeah. and Maxwell. I'm going to say careful. it might be the best racing game ever made. I, I really think it could be. Um, I like it too because – like, don't get me wrong. Like, I like Gran Turismo and stuff, but there's just certain times I don't feel like playing a simulator, so to speak. It's yeah. it's just enough arcadey that it's fun. Yeah. A know. simulator would be better if you had, like, the triple monitor set up, the racing seat, the wheel, the pedals. Like the you do at shifter. your house, right? I don't have the racing seat, but I have the, the wheel and the pedals and the gear shifter, but I don't have the three <laughs> monitors either, but um, – <laughs> Wow, yeah. it's a rough life. <laughs> yeah, so that's like... Well, no, I don't have like a sim set up, but I use it. I don't even want to tell you what I use that wheel for 90% of the time. Grand Theft Auto. No, I wish. Driving through the web. No. So with me, like, when it becomes so simulated that you have to adjust, like, each spring rate and everything I'll in every corner. i drive somewhere at that point. Huh? I'll just get in my car and right. go somewhere. <laughs> yeah. The um, what games? The Gran Turismo started to get that way. Yes. Um, I remember when Daytona USA was out. That was like one of the best games. It's still available in a lot of arcades. Daytona. Um, and then the future NASCAR games going beyond that started to get very simulated, where you had to like adjust the toe and camber and the air pressure. And dude, this is too much for a yeah arcade style game. Yeah, like I remember with the with Forza on the original uh, on Xbox 360 like I had a few friends that was really into it uh Hunter and Tyler shout out if you guys ever listen to our podcast but anyways they got to the point where they would go online and they would download spreadsheets 
that would have settings for everything that you could put in your car to get it to run like on the dyno the best. Oh my uh, it's just it just gets way out of hand, but uh, but yeah, I really like it. It's really fun. It's one of those games that if I want to jump in and play ten or fifteen minutes, I don't feel like I have to invest a ton of time, and I'm still having fun. One thing I will say real quick, and it's the last thing I'll say, is the weather effects. Yeah. So when you're driving and it's raining, like it doesn't matter what camera view you're in, you're still getting rain in <laughs> on your screen, and it, it actually really makes it difficult. Visibility, yeah. Yeah, it really does. It so. pulls up on the road, and if you drive through it, it's just like you would in real life. You your car kind of hydroplanes a little bit. And one of the things that I've seen about that specifically is they took a bunch of three. They took like I want to say it was like. 30 GoPros and they put them in a circle and they went actually out to Australia and they actually just recorded the skies and the skies that you see in the game are the actual video loops that they recorded. Oh, that's awesome. So it's actual video that they just overlay over top of the game, which is really, really cool. So, really cool. all right, well, let's move on. So, um, Justin, why don't you tell us about some news that you told me about that I thought this is really crazy. And it also has the potential to sink a company. Pretty much. Um, so Oculus, we've talked about it quite a bit. I, up until this week, owned one. Um, but he don't he don't support no Trump. That's why I sold it. <laughs> That's, uh, actually, I sold it just like days before. But uh, anyway, um, so Oculus is in a little bit of hot water. Not Oculus specifically, but their founder, uh, Palmer Lucky, which if you're listening, Mr. Lucky, that's a stupid name. Anyway, that was kind of mean. <laughs> Sorry. That was wow. <laughs> it's just kind of a dumb name. If we have any listeners that have the last name uh, Lucky, it's not Lucky. It's the Palmer Lucky. It just sounds oh, dumb. It sounds okay. like a made-up name. But anyway, um, he uh, was exposed this week as he was anonymously donating money to a uh, pro-Trump internet group, which is the entire uh, purpose was to troll uh, other people on the internet who supported another candidate. And, like, it wasn't to, like, put money into the campaign. It was specifically to troll other people on the Internet. It's basically the worst kind of person you can be on the Internet. Anyway, as a result, uh, several game developers are now refusing to develop for Oculus uh, until he is completely not affiliated with the company anymore. Uh, I don't know what kind of role he has now since they were bought by Facebook. But with Oculus already kind of struggling to the Vive and the PSVR coming out in two weeks, this this is bad timing. Yeah, it really is, and I, I feel like VR is already struggling to kind of get its its place in gaming uh, because it's so expensive to get into right now. And there's hardly any major developers doing anything. Yeah, correct. Uh, Sounds like Oculus is now the uh, Note Seven of the VR world. That is. That Could is, you imagine if one of those exploded though while you're using it? Oh my gosh! Ouch! That's not one of the things that I want on my face when it explodes. If you know what I mean. Anyways, um, <laughs> so uh, so yeah, so it's kind of interesting news. Um, something that I totally wouldn't have expected from a, you know, somebody that's basically kind of runs. I mean, I know it's yeah. owned by Facebook, but that's, I have no idea how long he's even been doing this. He didn't expect to get exposed for it. And you know what's the he was worst? Doing it all behind his keyboard. Trolls are the worst. Yeah. Because when I think about trolls, I also think about um, Lisa Jones getting like trolled on twitter and i just think leslie about all jones the, leslie jones uh, yeah and that and led I, to something you know yeah and i just think worse. about yeah so i just think about trolls are the worst kind of people because mm-hmm. they can hide behind their screen and they can just be complete jerks and nothing typically ever happens so for you to funnel money into something that is that's their sole purpose is just to me is not, well you nothing should want to be a part of you should watch episode two of south park the new season oh is that. that oh yeah is it about kind of that very thing uh yeah about trolls it's pretty funny. Well, what what sucks about Palmer Lucky is he's he's now a billionaire I'd say by the selling Oculus and what he did is now affecting people who work for Oculus. Where if you or I were to internet troll somebody, it would just mess up our lives. It wouldn't mess right. up everyone's life that works for us or whatever. And it's just kind of really crappy that you know he's going to be fine at the end of the day. He has his billion dollars to sit on, and these people that work for Oculus who which is already kind of struggling, that just sucks. You want to know who this is good for? HTC, Sony, yes. everyone. <laughs> Anybody that's basically making a VR headset that is not Oculus. Because yes. um, the PlayStation uh, VR is release is just around the corner. So, And we'll actually have some news of that mid-October when Justin gets his and we get to play with it. That's right. So, All right, well, moving on. So let's get into some, uh, some more game news. So Battlefield 1, guys, uh, they 
released their official single-player trailer, um, and I think we've all seen it, right? It was amazing. Uh, so let's just kind of have a round uh, a round table real quick um, just to get some reactions. Justin, what were your reactions? It, it was extremely cinematic, reminded me of a movie, and uh, almost something like you'd expect Spielberg to make when he was on that big war kick. Yeah, no, I, I definitely would agree. I mean, the music totally sucked me in. The individual storylines totally sucked me in. Do we know anything about the voice actors? Are they? It's exactly what I was getting ready to say. Okay. Um, at first, I thought, oh, maybe that's Brad Pitt talking, and I thought, oh wait, maybe that's Matthew McConaughey talking. I don't know. I have to look up and see, but I don't know if any of that information is available yet. But when I first started watching um, the movie, have you, Maxwell? I'm going to go out on a limb and say you've probably never seen it. You can correct me if I'm wrong. But Justin, have you ever seen the movie Fury? No, I want to. Is that World War One? Uh, I think so. Oh, um, uh, Maxwell, have you seen Fury with Brad Pitt? Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it just it kind of made me. It kind of had that feel. It was very gritty, very gory, very violent in that regard. Um, but I love the idea of of World War One from a different point of view, uh, and I like the idea of following different uh, character stories around. I think there's a really, I like I like that. Um, so Maxwell, what was your thoughts? Uh, I was really impressed with the visuals, honestly. Um, it's getting just better and better as far as the systems just keep enhancing. The graphics are getting better and better. Um, but yeah, it definitely feels like it's going to be a, a very cinematic experience. Yeah. I like the film grain that they kind of added over the, uh, the video to kind of give it that antique look almost. I thought that was really cool too, so... So, do we have any knowledge of who's doing any voice acting at all? Uh, a quick Google search came up with uh, not much. <laughs> okay. I have a feeling that we're probably not going to get that many details until the game itself is actually released. Uh, however, we know Jon Snow is in the new Call of Duty game, so... Yeah, yeah so uh, we're going to see. Are you going to... Justin, are you going to pick that game up? Uh, probably not. I really want Modern Warfare uh, remastered, but I just can't see myself paying $80 for it because I'm not going to play Infinite yeah. Warfare, probably. Maxwell, you look like you have something to say. You have something to say? Oh, no, I don't talk about shit. Oh, <laughs> got him. Yeah, I I wonder if they'll really ever release that as a digital by itself. I'm hoping so. Yeah. So. Or I'm hoping uh, for a just a discounted version because we know it'll go on sale eventually. Yes. Look, just World of War, that'd be fine. It went backwards compatible today for Xbox One. Yep. Too, bad, uh, too bad you don't have one, Maxwell. I do not. Yeah. All right, Maxwell. I want to. I want you to to tell me. Some, I'm gonna lay it some, on you. Uh, lay it on me thick, like a crunchy peanut butter. I do love peanut butter. All right. So if you guys can't wait to see Star Wars Rogue One, uh, it comes out later this year, right? Then hop on over to Amazon.com and grab Star Wars Battlefront because it's just 17 bucks uh, for the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Um, the big thing is make sure that it is the physical copy because the dig digital one is more expensive. The PC is also more expensive. But you can get the physical copy right now for just 17 bucks. Uh, now, it's just a standard game. It's not any of the additional DLC or anything. Um, right now, there is Death Star DLC. Um, and later this year, they're going to have a Rogue One expansion. And that is supposed to relate directly to the movie, which is pretty sweet. That is sweet. Um, Maxwell, do you own... Uh, Star Wars uh, Battlefront? Nope, but for $17 and having a little bit more DLC out, I might pick it up. Yeah. Uh, we played, uh, Justin and I, I think last week we actually uh, streamed some of, it. Streamed some of the, the Death Star content, which is really good, but it's really hard. <laughs> yeah, we sucked. Yeah, we definitely need to play that game more. So, Well, thanks for giving us the deals, Maxwell. Appreciate that. Go pick it up if you haven't. And if you know somebody that hasn't picked it up, tell them to pick it up. Word? To your mother. Yeah. So let's talk about some depressing news. Yeah. Because I know um, I know Maxwell loves to hear how we were wrong. Oh God. <laughs> so for like a day you were wrong, Maxwell, because I love that game for about a day. Yeah. And then so after did the reviews. Yeah. And then after a day, I thought, yeah. why? So No Man's Sky has dropped below a thousand players on Steam. You know what I think of whenever I hear that? What? Silicon Valley this season where they're staring at the monitor and watching the numbers plummet. Yeah. The daily active users. Yep. You think they need to hire some people at the farm, uh, at the click farm? Bangladesh or whatever. Yeah. yeah. The, to get them player counts up. Uh, yeah. So I tell you, uh, I mean, that's really sad to hear. Just think of how much of a difference it could have made 
even if they didn't bring out everything they promised, but if they only would have had multiplayer, how much of a difference that would have made? If it had multiplayer, I, I would be playing it right now. Yeah. Do you think this should have been a thirty dollar uh, indie game? Absolutely. I yeah. think honestly, Sony just backed them enough so they could charge twenty uh, sixty dollars for a thirty dollar game. Yeah. I mean, that's just my personal opinion. I could see them adding VR support to it though. Now that would be cool. I still don't know. I don't know. Is would VR support be enough to make you want to go back and play that game? Oh, I didn't say that. I just said I could see them adding. No, it. I'm just saying oh, okay. if they if they were to add it, do you th- I would give it a shot. But I don't know. If I mean, would. I will say that if it has VR support and you feel like you're immersed in space and on these planets, that would be kind of cool. Flying would be more interesting. Yeah, for sure. All right. So um, last bit of gaming news we have. So. Watch Dogs 2, which I'm extremely excited about. Yeah, I can't uh, wait. Also, it, um, it's not in the notes, but I also wanted to tell you guys, if you haven't watched, uh, they released a story, uh, the first story game tra- uh, gameplay trailer. Uh, looks awesome. Um, one of the things that I wanted to mention, though, is that um, the ESRB, which is the, the rating system that basically rates games like Mature and um, E for Everyone, those type of things, they had actually came out and said that Watch Dogs 2 will have full frontal nudity and intense violence, according to them. Um, it's going to be, it's going to have blood, intense violence, nudity, sexual themes, strong language, and use of drugs. Sounds like a night over at your mom's. Yep. Some of the, <laughs> some of the, um, some of the examples that they gave in the article I was reading was they'll actually see players that will eat mushrooms and trip on mushrooms. They'll have where they show characters shooting up drugs with needles. Um, they'll have so it's just like Huntington, pretty much. Um, so yeah, so I mean, honestly, like this is kind of surprising to me. I mean, this is something you come to expect from Grand Theft Auto games. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not going to play it because these things are in it, but I, honestly, I didn't expect that. Yeah, I don't recall the first one being that uh, mature rated. Now, Grand yeah, like Grand Theft Auto Five, it has all of that and probably more. But yeah, I, I'm I'm a little surprised, but I guess they're trying to just stay edgy. Yeah, now one of the things I'm most excited about this game is the parkour elements look really good. Yeah. The my only the only thing that I want them to get right that I absolutely hated in the first Watch Dogs game was the car mechanics. They were awful. I yeah. hated driving in that game. I would rather run from one part of the city to the other because the car mechanics were so bad. So I just hope that's something that maybe that they uh that they also get right as well. So now Maxwell. What's up? I want you to tell me about something that you found that's big. Uh, well, the reports are coming in. We've found the biggest snake in history. Uh, it was actually found in a pair of Levi 501s. Aren't you wearing a pair of Levi's right now? You know I am. <laughs> that's strange. Coincidence? I think not. I think not. No, but in all seriousness, uh, the snake was found in Brazil on a construction site uh, after they like blew open a section of a cave or something. This it's an anaconda, and it's said to weigh around eight hundred and eighty pounds. It's it's almost a ton. Uh, it's thirty two feet in length and measures three point two feet in diameter. That is terrifying. That is the scariest thing. And there's a photo of it where they it's like being held in it in like a caterpillar like a crane or something like a dozer or oh something this is like one of the largest snakes it's dead though right uh i don't know in that photo i don't know i, I think so. there's a video of it i mean i don't know why they would kill it because they're all over the place man because it's a monster the <laughs> previous uh i guess it's common to find them at 29 feet in length um and supposedly there's one from like Centuries ago, that was forty feet in length, but of course, it's hard to tell what it's that kind of tight, history. Titan boa is what that one was called. Yeah. Now, have you seen the nineteen uh, nineties uh, J Lo hits Anaconda, the film? Yes, uh, I yes. Have. Also starring um, John Voight, Ice, Ice, Ice Cube, and Owen Wilson. I think is in that, isn't he? Ice Cube, Ice Cube, and I think the yeah, I think the one guy it might have Owen Wilson. In I think it. a young Owen Wilson is in that movie. Oh. I could be wrong though. I don't well, know. I just know that this Anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, hun. Yeah, those are some pretty big buns though. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, thanks uh, for uh, letting us take a sneak at your trouser snake for there. That nightmare fuel. Yeah, we really <laughs> appreciate that. 
Um, yeah, if you have not checked the picture out, go to Google and type in the biggest snake in history. And Make will... sure the safe filter is on. <laughs> yes. Or you might find a pair of uh, Levi's. <laughs> you don't want a trouser snake smothered in blue jeans, I assure you. Or you might. I mean, whatever your prerogative is. <laughs> Crickets after that, Travis. Yeah, I know. Nice. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great joke. Couldn't ask for better timing. <laughs> Anyways, um, so last bit of uh, miscellaneous news before we get into pick of the week. Uh, so today, um, Elon Musk actually uh, announced the mission to Mars. Um, and I don't know about you guys, but I've been following the SpaceX program for a couple years now. Um, really interesting what they're trying to do. Uh, but what I did is I just pulled out some snippets of what you know he said during his announcement. Uh, so I'm just going to run through those. Um, so yeah, so Elon Musk said it could take anywhere between 40 to 100 years to actually build a self-sustaining civilization on Mars, which is just hard to believe. Um, he also said that SpaceX uh, plans to use the rockets that they use to get to Mars. Uh, they can actually be reused up to a thousand times, which is kind of cool. Um, that's also, about as many times as you can plug your lightning cable into your iPhone, isn't it? I guess that's what they say. I don't know. I mean, maybe. I, I, only one way to find out. Uh, he also says that um, you know, taking a trip to Mars should cost the same as buying a house, which is around 200000 I think is what he said. Now, is this like a normal house? Well, you just told me the price. Never mind. Yes. I was going to say, or is this like an Elon Musk house? <laughs> no, he which said, is about $2.4 like, No, he said <laughs> yeah. two. Yeah, he said $200,000. Um, also, um, he says that the only reason that he even wants to make money is to colonize, uh, colonize Mars, which... Oh. That's neither here nor there. I mean, he must really want to be on Mars. He must hate Earth so much. Well, it's there, Travis. Yeah, I know. It may not be here, but it's there. That's right. Um, the, he also said that spaceships can take 100 people to Mars, and actually, I was really surprised by this time frame in only 80 days. That's pretty good. Wow. Which is pretty impressive. Less than three months, yeah. Uh, now, this is one thing, I mean, I guess to kind of put it in, to kind of add some realism to it, is he says... Before okay. you read this, read yeah. this quote in like a James Bond villain voice, please. Uh, maybe I should have Maxwell read it. Because he probably does a better Bond voice than I do. Bond villain. Or Bond villain. I don't know a Bond. Yeah, I don't know. All right, I got it. Okay, go ahead. So I'll go ahead and read the first part. Yes. You read the quote. So Elon Musk says the first humans who journey to Mars must be prepared to die. That's good. Yeah, so. <laughs> Thank you. So, so whoever goes on that first mission, they basically have to be ready to die because chances are on that first mission. A hundred people are going to die on that day. Yeah, I don't think they're going to send a hundred. But, but, you know, I mean, all reality, these people signing up, they have to basically accept the fact that this might be a one-way mission. So let's say, well, I mean, I think the people going are planning on staying, right? Well, yes, but that's even if they get there and land. So, <laughs> question. We all saw the Martian, right? Yes. Would you really want to live there? I mean, it's not a matter of living there. It's it's a matter of – I think the problem is – I think the whole reason he wants to do this is that he is afraid the way that we are continuing to live on Earth, we're not going to have a place to live before too long. Yeah. So I think that's the whole reason he's wanting to colonize Mars. I mean, to me, Mars is nothing but a big desert, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. There's but, been some hints of water. And yeah, but – if you actually get there and you recolonize it, or if you actually colonize it um, and terraform it, it might be a better place to live. Yeah. Who knows? I don't you know, know what's crazy though is why don't we? We should probably start terraforming our own damn planet. Yeah, that's what um, uh, Neil deGrasse Ty uh, Tyson says: is that we don't need to be focusing on Mars. We need to figure out how we can fix the planet we're currently at. So, I don't know. Uh, he also wants to collect fuel on Mars that will actually be used to send spaceships back to Earth. Uh, and then the last uh, thing that he made that I thought was kind of funny is he might actually name the first Mars-bound spaceship after Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Did he say name it? Like, what is he going to name it? Uh, 42? I don't know. Okay. Have you ever Zephoid seen that? Zephoid Bibelbrots? Maybe. Have you seen that movie, Maxwell? Yeah, I love that movie. It's a great you read the book? I can't. Oh, I, I can't. Yeah, I can't read. Oh, man. That's <laughs> really good. Yeah. So, so yeah, some pretty interesting news uh, that came out. Um, if he really wants to make money, it's time for him to make a cologne because his name, come on, Elon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How's yeah. he not? Yeah, right? Where's that cricket when you need it? <laughs> Just kidding. So, the thing with the, like, the terraforming, it's like, um, imagine having a house. On and Mars. 
the house is starting to get a little worn out because it's just like a hundred years old or whatever, and you need to go and you can do some uh, you know remodeling or whatever. But instead of just remodeling it, you want to move down the street and just build an entire new house and abandon the first one. Yeah. Even though it's still pretty good, you could just fix it up. That's essentially what's going on here. We got Earth. We're kind of screwing it up a little bit by you know, cutting down some trees and such. And then we just want to abandon it instead of just fixing it. Yeah, it kind of reminds me almost of uh, um, Interstellar almost, if you've ever seen that movie. Um, it's kind of very similar because they... But I think our our planet in that movie is getting destroyed by like diseases and stuff. But um, you're, I think you're right. I mean, so do you have people that just can't afford to go to Mars, just be on Earth and stay miserable? And then you have all the people that can afford to go live on Mars. You know, how's that work? You know what I mean? So I don't know. I don't know. I guess was so. that two hundred thousand uh, dollars? How much it is per person? I think so. Yes. Okay. So you have a family of four, and that's a pretty big house. Yeah. Taking out loans. Yeah. I bet he's also going to open his own bank to give loans out. Does that 200000 get me a house on Mars? That's what I want to know. You probably have to go there and build it. Yeah. All right. Well, it's come to that time in the show for Pick, Pick of the, the Week. week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody cares. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of these days, man. One of these days. All right, Justin, why don't you go ahead and start us off with your pick of the week, sir? I'd love to. So last week we talked about uh, what TV shows were coming out we're looking forward to, and I happened to catch two of them, and I love them. Uh, the first one was Designated Survivor starring Kiefer Sutherland. It uh, He's the guy who's not at the State of the Union when it gets blown up, and now he's president. That sounds it's a lame way of telling you what the show's about, but it was really good. It was really tense. Uh some twists and turns along the way that kind of make you scratch in your head like, okay, where's this going? But I really enjoyed it. And The Good Place, which stars Kristen Bell and Ted Danson and is by Michael Schur, who was one of the writers on The Office. He is the writer for Parks and Rec and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Kristen Bell dies, tragically, in this show. And when you die, there's The Good Place and there's The Bad Place, and she goes to The Good Place, but she quickly finds out that it's a mistake. She was not supposed to be there. Oh so, yeah, that, so she's trying uh, to live her life without getting caught and going to the bad place. So she's saying cuss words and it just keeps. Yeah, she's like, "What the fork?" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty clever. Yeah, and Ash and and uh, I forget what the other ones are, but yeah, Bitch, yeah. of course, that's one that's a classic. Yeah, I definitely want to. The Good Place looked interesting. I just didn't know if it would be funny. Um, it but was I, good. but I definitely wanted to watch Designated Survivor because it looks like a really good show. Um, plus, I like Kiefer Sutherland, anyways. Um, All I hear now, though, is, is Snake. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I don't even want to talk about that. Yeah, but that's what I'm used to now. Yeah. So my pick of the week, I actually just added a second one. So there's also another show that aired on NBC. I was a really big fan of uh, of Parenthood, which I know sounds very lame to say, probably as an adult, um, being 32 year old male. But anyways, Parenthood was a really really good show. Uh, it was actually created by Ron Howard. Which I did not know that. For those of you that know, that's Opie off Andy Griffin's show. Anyways. And off uh, Happy Days. And Happy Days, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, This Is Us is a very similar show. Uh, it's very family-oriented. Uh, it basically tells the li- uh, individual lives of these people um, that all have one thing in common. They all have the same date of birth. Um, and they just basically, and not to give anything away, but there's a pretty good plot twist at the end of the first episode. They're all dead. No, that's definitely not it. Um, and then my second pick, uh, today in the mail, I actually just got my iPhone 7 Plus. So I'm finally off that Android life that I've been on for the past few weeks. And so far, I really like it. Um, I like the home button. I like the camera. Um, I like the new color uh, color scheme. Um, you know, I like everything about it so far. I just wish my friend Maxwell had one. And Justin, I guess, maybe. Mm, there's no uh, no headphone jack. You didn't drill one in? Uh, nope. Actually, <laughs> I just read an article about somebody that actually did that based off the YouTube video that uh, they shows thought it the, would work. Yeah. Yeah, the same. Uh, probably the same person that also thought that by putting your phone in the microwave would also charge it. It doesn't. <laughs> no, it definitely doesn't. Have you uh, dropped it in water yet, just for fun to see how? It I goes. have not. I'll probably do it when I get to work. Are you um, serious? Yeah, I don't care. I do what I want. A little laugh. Well, a friend of ours, Raphael, did. He said it. He like just completely dunked it in water, and it's totally okay. Yeah, he must have waited till he had Apple Care Plus before he done it, because I don't think he probably would have done it. Because 
Funny enough, even though they advertise it as being water resistant, uh, it does not cover water damage with the one-year manufacturer's warranty, only if you have Apple Care Plus. So. Well, that's kind of crappy. Yep. So anyways, over to you, Maxwell. Um... You like that button? I do. Yeah. yeah. How did you know he's... That's nice. I can read lips. He also likes the button on my phone, too. Yeah, it's pretty nice. <laughs> Not the button, I forgot about the button until he pants. said it. I was like, yeah. I gotta check this out. So, yeah. <clears throat> uh, so what, mine is actually from a week or two ago. I just kind of re- remembered how good it was. So the pilot or premiere episode, I guess, of The Get Down was like two hours long. It was a very, very long first episode. However, it was extremely good. And if you guys have not started watching The Get Down, I highly recommend it. Uh, it's got a lot of different styles and techniques that are used that makes it uh, very appealing. I think they put a lot of work into studying the different types of films from like in the 70s. You get some feeling of like the Warriors and some like old martial arts films. Dude, it's just it's so good. And the music is great. Um, I just I really recommend it. Well, good. I'll have to check that out now that I need a new show to watch. I think I'm going to watch uh, Mr. Robot next Good. Is that I what watched, you're about to say? Yeah, I watched the finale this weekend. It was, uh, I'll be honest, the finale was a little under underwhelming, but the entire season was so strong, I don't care. Yeah. Hey, Maxwell, don't forget, uh, September 30th, uh, Luke Cage, Netflix. I cannot forget. IGN reviewed it. Oh, and this weekend, um, uh, Masterminds. Yes, I cannot Zach wait to see that. Zach oh, God. There's like a clip out right now, and it is the funniest thing ever. Oh, is that the one with him and his girlfriend doing all the poses and stuff? Yes, and she farts on top of his butt. Oh, yeah, and he he calls it a fart fart transplant. transplant. Dang it, farted right into my own butthole. (laughs) It's like a fart transplant. I can't wait to see that. See, I was looking forward to seeing that movie last year, and then the the producer or the whatever, the film, they went bankrupt. Oh, I thought it was canceled. And then it just came out. I just love his. Day. I just love his hair in that movie. It just looks so funny. Oh my gosh! <laughs> All right, Justin. Well, uh, now that my laptop's got five percent battery, why don't you go ahead and close this out? All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, you know, check us out more often and add the, <laughs> the podcast to your favorite podcasting platform, whether it be iTunes, TuneIn Radio, whatever. We're on all of them. I think. If we're not, let us know. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch. Uh, we're on Instagram, but we don't really update that one. Uh, we're on YouTube as well. And all links are in the show, and show notes are on uh, the website. And so is uh, the Gamefly offer that we always tell you about. Yes, and also our store if you yes. want to buy Nerds with Mike merchandise. You want some swag? Well, then buy it. Yep. It's and, on the store. And the more, and the more, um, the more you share, uh, the, the more, more game, you care. Yeah, and the more Gamefly uh, signups that we get uh, and the more stuff we have bought from our store uh, will actually allow us to actually start doing giveaways, which we haven't been able to do in a while. So everything goes back into Nerds with Mics, which then goes it back to you. Yeah. So yeah. And we want to give circle it circle of life. And we want to give it back to you. That cricket though. <laughs> that cricket though. Well, uh, you know what that means. Let's uh, get this show started. Boo! Oh, I thought we were gonna do that. All right. Good night.